Welcome back to another exciting week on Talking With Experts podcast. This is your host, Chris Cowden, and this episode is brought to you by AppSumo, the number one digital marketplace for entrepreneurs. And you'll be learning more about AppSumo during this episode. Today, we have Joshua Fletcher from Search Explosion talking about his unconventional path to entrepreneurship from working as a law enforcement park ranger to an Alaskan fish guide to building and selling multiple software businesses to now working as a successful and accomplished SEO marketer. Joshua is also the owner of Search Explosion, an SEO and web design agency in Phoenix, and he shares how he can help build compelling campaigns that get you noticed, get you more traffic, and generate more revenue. We'll be right back after hearing more about our sponsors today. Today's episode of the Talking with Experts podcast, hosted by Chris Cowden, is sponsored by us over at AppSumo. We're the number one digital marketplace for entrepreneurs. Stay tuned throughout this episode to learn more about AppSumo and how you can earn up to $10,000 just for listing your digital product. So uh, welcome to Talking with Experts podcast, uh, Joshua Fletcher. Thank you for joining me today. And I'm so excited for this one. Uh, we've been in the same communities for a while now, and I'm so glad to have you on sharing your expertise in SEO, digital marketing, and all the lessons you've learned over the last um, decade or so, just under a decade. Yeah. So um, welcome. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself, and then we can yeah, go My pleasure there. to be here. Thank you for having me, first off. Um, yeah, I, I uh, kind of stumbled into this. Um, I'm, I'm currently 47, so you know I was 30, you know, late 30s when um, I had a, a construction company here in Phoenix, Arizona, which is where I currently live, and and we just were not getting enough phone calls coming in. And um, I recently gotten married. Recently found out that my wife was pregnant, and um, wound up getting the water turned off on our household. And she gave me a call while I was climbing like in an attic, which in Phoenix area is very hot here. <laughs> and so it was like 140 degrees. She had a special ringer. So, you know, I wanted to answer it. And uh, she's like, Hey, water got turned off. I know you'll figure it out. But um, uh, she had a daughter previous to us meeting. I had to pick her up from school on the way home. She's like, you're going to have to tell um, the oldest daughter, you know, we, she won't be able to take a shower before school tomorrow. Oh. And so it was kind of like a, a little bit of a wake up. I think we all kind of have those various points in our lives where we realize that like maybe a little, like I, I try not to take things too seriously. Mm -hmm. but like sometimes they just need a little more attention than we've been giving them. So uh, yeah, went through that experience. I'm not trying to make light of it. It was, um, it, it was kind of heavy, mm -hmm. but you know, sitting and dwelling on it wasn't going to help at all. So <laughs> I uh, packed up my my laptop, which didn't have a battery, had to plug it in, walked over to a, a Starbucks for coffee at 4 a.m. the next morning and used their Wi-Fi because we didn't have internet at the house and started poking around on the internet to try to figure out how to get more phone calls coming into my business. And, you know, came across a uh, an offer that that seemed to do what... I guess what I was looking for. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think even more than that, it was the people, like the the actual people who were talking about it and the fact that they were doing it and they were showing kind of exactly what they did. And they were, they weren't just like pitch guys, right. That mm -hmm. are just selling somebody else's thing that, that kind of drew me into that. And then the issue was that it wasn't cheap. 
and I didn't have any money. <laughs> uh, so I, I wound up uh, getting like a title loan against my my truck at the time, which was paid off. So I got a little loan against that. And I was like, well, now I really got to make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I don't, not only am I, like I lose my truck as well as <laughs> wasting the time and all that kind of thing. So that that's kind of what started me on the the kind of online venture. And it turned out that worked great. Right. Mm-hmm. The the training was spot on. Um, the people involved were incredible. Um, I wound up getting asked to be a partner in that company. And so I worked in the capacity of uh of being kind of a coach and trainer and you know, just somebody there to answer some of the questions that people had uh for about six or seven years. Um and so that, yeah, that's kind of been a little bit of the last decade. Previous to that, I I did a bunch of different things. My mm-hmm. like it if you looked at the path, I can make sense of it, but telling it to other people, like I was a fishing guide in Alaska. I was law enforcement park ranger. Um, I developed some software companies and sold them over the years. Um, did a bunch of different kind of random things uh, throughout my... Um, and and I think a little bit of it was, was kind of preceded by me being um, an athlete with my intention placed on being a professional. Mm. in my chosen sport. And when that ended with uh death of a friend, as well as a, a kind of catastrophic injury to me, I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. But then I didn't know what to do. Mm. It's like, I've got to yeah. find myself again, you know? Yeah. I have, I have a similar story where, um, my childhood dream, um, of, of working in professional kitchens around the world. And I, I managed to work in America, work in Australia, work across Europe oh, yeah. and, and fulfill that dream from the age of 15 to 19. Oh, wow. But from, yeah. from, from age 16, I was started suffering with like ankle pain. Um, yeah. And it's I physically, uh, hard uh, to yeah. Work I've, in that environment. Yeah. yeah. So from the age of like 18 to the age of 25, uh, I've had seven ankle operations, which have restricted my mobility, caused me a lot of pain. And I've, you know, I've had to try and find what's working for me. And at the moment, I'm still kind of lost in the dark, but I'm trying to yeah. find my way in this online space. And, you know, I'm surrounding yeah. myself with people like you who are helping me learn the trade and, you know, get better at it. And uh, I think I'm in the right place. I'm in the right I th- environment. I think not only are you in the right place, but the right environment, the right approach. Like one of the things that I've come to really, really value in my time online, like a lot of people envision this as like, you know, you're sitting on the beach alone and you just, you log into your account and see your, your bank account larger. <laughs> um, it, it, it's really the people and the relationships that I found to be the things that open the most doors and, and really got you in the right room to talk about things. And and kind of approaching it from the kind of human side, right? People side yeah. is uh, it, it it's it, it's it would be uh, like you, you kind of talk like takeaways, like the relationships are going to be mm-hmm. something that um, are going to likely be more important than you realize as you yeah. you know navigate anything almost. I'd, I'd say every single expert that I've interviewed so far, and I think uh, you're going to be appearing on like maybe. 23 because someone needs to be on a specific date but i think it's like mm-hmm. 35 now or something they've okay. all mentioned relationships and you know networking and building a high quality network 
that's the main thing. It doesn't matter about the quantity, it matters about the quality, quality. the yeah. engagement. And, you know, there's more opportunities when you're, when you've built the know, like, and trust between, you know, your group of people. So uh, everybody keeps saying it, so it must be important. So whoever's listening, make sure you're building and nurturing those relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me more about, you know, search explosion and the SEO. Uh, what got you into that space and um, what problem do you actually solve for people? Yeah. So actually a really good question. Um, again, it was a little bit, I won't say on accident because it was on purpose, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go build this thing. So Search Explosions, a digital marketing agency, we primarily handle SEO, which is search engine optimization, getting a, a website or a web page ranked highly for things that people search in and look for on a search engine, like primarily Google, but being Yahoo, Amazon, YouTube, whatever it might be. Um, I actually put that website together and then put the company behind it because I needed a good example website to teach off of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because the other websites I had were, you know, I had a relationship where I was working with a local contractor to, to generate more, um, you know, leads for them and their, in their pursuits and things like that. I was like, Oh, well, you know, if this is mine, I don't mind showing it. And mm -hmm. so I, I put the, the website together and did, you know, the little sprinkling of magical pixie dust over the whole thing that is SEO. And then from there, I could actually really show people what it was that I was doing and why, mm -hmm. and, and walk them through the questions that I asked myself when I was deciding whether to build a piece of content or do a video on a certain topic or whatever it might be. So that company and website really came to be because of the thing that I was doing in the kind of coaching and training space. But then it kind of took on a life of its own and we wound up getting a ton of phone calls and mm. that turned into a bunch of clients. Um, you know, and then it, it's kind of, you know, life has an interesting way of throwing you curveballs sometimes. Um, about two and a half years ago, I wound up uh, like out trying to, you know, go fishing, you know, dawn. And I was kind of out on the outskirts of, of town and stumbled into kind of a, a weird, bad situation. And some, um, some guys uh, started shooting at me, firearms, right? And I fell off a cliff, got a concussion. And the, yeah, my, a lot of my health and mental acuity started getting pretty wonky pretty mm -hmm. fast. And uh, then kind of, you know, healing through that, I realized that a lot of the things that I had in place with that company were really reliant upon my memory and my attention to things. They weren't really systemized. They, I didn't have people that were handling most of the, you know, some of the heavy lifting that was necessary, mm -hmm. you know, um, some of those things. And so just kind of going through that process, I, uh, you know, first of all, I had to get healthy to continue doing what I do and, mm -hmm. you know, helping other people and taking care of my family and stuff like that. But what came out of the other end of that was that, you know, I wound up one of the people that I was working with became a great business partner and is mostly running that agency now. And he's got all the stuff figured out himself. You know, he put the systems together. So we split revenue on that project. And then as I kind of came out of the fog and things started mm -hmm. working better in my mind, um, I was like, okay, well, let's just not default back to the thing that you were already doing. 
let's kind of look forward to other things that you might be able to do. And so, you know, as, as this has um, kind of come to pass, and this is just this year, 2021, um, I'm kind of doing some in-house SEO consulting for other agencies who have lots of clients and they need some, um, you know, more developed understanding as far as how the algorithms work and things like that. So um, you could call it white label, white label. Mm. contracting, consulting, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm responsible for the results. So it's kind of like my projects yeah. I'm working with also people that I knew from the time when I was doing the training. And then that circles back to, you know, build up, um, like, I, I guess, evidence in that relationship piece. Like mm-hmm. these are people I've known yeah. for a long time and they're doing good yeah. work and they just needed, you know, some extra eyes and a different way of looking at some of the problems they're doing or they're, you know, tackling and maybe getting stuck on. So, so that's kind of where I am right now with 2021. Um, you know, search engine optimization, marketing, conversion, the mind, how we make decisions, um, the stories we tell ourselves that keep us from seeing things differently. Mm-hmm. These are kind of my, um, the things I'm most interested in and have found the most uh, value from opening up and understanding better. Yeah. So thanks for sharing all that vulnerability. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody, yeah. everybody has gone through some kind of, everybody's got a bigger story than they they might seem, you know, from social yeah. media. Um, you know, I've, I've had, that's for another conversation, I think. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, so I know you, you, you named a lot of things that you're interested in and I, I want to cover mm-hmm. some of them. So you spoke about how people behave. How, how does that, how yeah. does that come into the SEO and the, yeah. Why so is it, why is it so important? No, that's a, that's a, again, very impactful thing that I've come to realize is that we can kind of like one of the things that we don't often do as humans for the most part, right? It's not every person every time, but we we tend not to like really question our beliefs. And one one of the ways that we can begin to understand what we believe is by watching our own behavior. We behave on the stuff we believe, right? So Mm. Hey, it's, you know, five o'clock on a Friday, I'm going to the pub, getting some beers. It's like, why, you know what, that's a behavior. Like -hmm. it's based on what belief that you put your work in for the week and now you have time to blow off steam and catch up. So we can start to understand the things we believe and then we can a little bit challenge them to Mm -hmm. see whether or not, you know, they're, they're true. A lot of times they're not, but even whether they're helping us and, um, you know, the kind of the age old story of like, Oh, I'm not good enough to do that. I'm not smart enough to do that. It's like, where'd that belief come from? Like, cause mm. you, you've noticed the behavior, the behavior even is telling yourself a story, like a, a thing that you has, like, it's almost a mantra in a lot of, in my head, talk yeah. to enough people <laughs> that I know this is not, I'm not unique in that way. <laughs> so, you know, beginning to, to look at those things and understanding what's, um, I, I say even holding us back, but it's not even, like success is really about being happy and mm-hmm. providing value and and being, you know, in a way content, but also moving forward in your life. So it's not always about, you know, more money and more cars and more houses and things like that. But, you know, in, in that way of challenging our beliefs, we can more properly um, represent, you know, reality mm-hmm. in the way we experience it and and not just get caught up in stories that we might have been born into. 
that yep. you know the people around us have have told us and and in that way get kind of unstuck from the things yep. that, that have been plaguing us yeah i agree uh i i think it was only like a few years ago i really got into um you know the minimalistic lifestyle yeah like doing things that uh like questioning is this going to take me away from my future or towards it you know is it going to take me towards my past which is like uh lack of lack of uh self-belief lack of self-care or you know etc yeah. or take me towards my future where it's gonna be for the betterment of my life and others around me so um should i i know everybody should have some fun and some downtime but do i need to drink as much alcohol as i need to so i actually reduced all my, all my alcohol and i do it every now and then uh but you know do i need to buy these nice clothes just to just to, to make that people, feeling. you know, just yeah. to, just to, when someone meets you on the street, oh, you've got a nice watch on, you know, yeah. now I tend to just hide my watch because it's, mm. you know, but, you know, I don't know that maybe that's just my personality evolving. And now I know what I like, what I don't like and who I want to be, who I aspire to be. And I can remember that an actor said, who do you want to, he was asked, who do you want to be in the future? And I said, I want to be myself in five years. I was myself in five years time who's your hero myself in five years time that's what he said anyway be proud of what i've done over <laughs> yes that, yeah that time not, span yeah no i, I want to be like tony robbins no i want yeah. to but uh, that's another <laughs> that's another subject yeah. <laughs> no it's all good like what you spoke to there a little bit jog uh, like one of the things that helped me get my brain healed and my body and and just you know get to a different place like fasting Mm. Like I just, I, I drank water for, you know, like say a week. Right. But I also didn't plug into any media. I wasn't watching shows on Netflix or on the internet, looking at social media. Um, I wasn't even reading, you know, I've got three kids now, you know, I'd, I'd spend my time with them as a dad and with my wife. And, and then that was about it. The rest of the time, if, you know, if I couldn't find something to do, kids were off doing their own thing. I just sit. <laughs> and in, in a certain way, it, it gave me a, a reset where I wasn't chasing the stuff the same way mm-hmm. that I'd noticed I had in the past and feeling like anxiety. Like, almost, like I say almost like I, I was at a point where I was like hiding in my closet underneath my clothes. Like it, it got pretty um, uncomfortable in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. And that that process of, of kind of fasting and taking, like trying to really minimize the inputs from the outside environment, mm-hmm. um, kind of reset me on a, a, a much more calm pace and kind of got me out of the fight or flight stuff where I was always chasing stimulus that <laughs> us, us marketers are all too <laughs> adept at putting in front of people. And it, it's something that I've continued with as a practice. And I, I try to talk to as many people as I can about it because it really helped me see things much more clearly. Like it's, it's very, it's quite simple to live well and be happy. And if you find yourself not, if you, you find yourself not enjoying the experience of doing what you're doing, in all likelihood, you're doing some things that don't, that are not necessary. They're probably certainly not helpful, but probably not. They're also like counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Right, because you get yourself burnt out and just jaded toward a lot of different things. Um, and I 
I built a cabin and lived off grid. So I've, I've kind of oh, gone to those, those places. Yeah. I, 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 I treat my, my life as kind of a, an experience, I guess. And uh, I um, think that's how it should be. I, yeah. uh, I, I, my, my, my goal was, is to be like minimalist lifestyle, have a tiny house, uh, and travel around the world, you know? Uh, yeah. And if I can Love do traveling. that, yeah. do it with an online income. Uh, yeah. Then I just need to find my, my ideal partner. So I am single, everybody. If you want to reach out to me, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> come to me. My name is Chris Gowden. I'm a single man. <laughs> but there's, a, there's an opportunity. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, totally. Yeah. Well, there was a bit that we, I'm blushing a little bit, uh, but oh, it's all uh, good. You'd look a little more red. That's why I went black and white for my, uh, <laughs> my video feed here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you did mention something uh, that's kind of, gone out of my mind now because you know i'm i'm uh, of that little thing yeah there. <laughs> that little, yourself a little flush yeah. yeah it's all good um you mentioned simple mm. you said it's simple to lead a, a happy successful life with not all the stimulus and you know this in your face and having to buy 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 or hustle 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 <clears throat> What is the best way and how can somebody live that simple non-hustle? I don't know if you believe in the hustle and, you know, you should work harder and harder and harder and burn yourself out. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I so so what very, I, 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 yeah, go ahead. Finish what yeah, you're so, saying. So, yeah. so what is the simple, smart way of running an online business in, in your opinion? Yeah. Um, like one of the things, like, uh, with, with kids, right? You, I, I pay a lot of attention to, I've got three daughters and like one of the things I began noticing is that like when they'd see, like we go to the supermarket, right? And they'd see a candy. Well, they start wanting that candy. <laughs> they didn't want it five seconds ago. They were busy, you know, having a conversation with me or looking at the lights or trying to find a, insect on the ground or whatever it might be but as soon as you know they see a thing and then they they start wanting it and most of us are just larger children like mm-hmm. our mind pretty much works that way as adults we, we'd like to say it doesn't but it really does and so the more things that we see we're going to start wanting some of them and then that want unfulfilled is going to create angst right that's kind of the 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 polarity or the the tension that exists between something that we think we want and where we are currently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one, one way to, to lower that it's, it's not, it's not bad in and of itself unless it's making you miserable. Right. But if you get to a place where it's like, I'm not really enjoying what I'm doing, then just stop wanting as much stuff. And it's fairly easy to do that with just having less inputs from my experience. It's it's not like I don't want stuff or make money. Like I, I do well. Um, you know, I yeah, there there are certainly things I want, but I'm just I'm careful with what winds up in my mind that I begin wanting and then trying to justify. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, well, yeah, I can spend that money on that thing because I made enough to pay for it. And it's gonna make me happy. And it's gonna make me happy probably during the purchase checkout phase, maybe the first little bit of time I get it. 
Yep. And then um, it's really just kind of an idea and, and really kind of getting your, your stable base in life figured out, right? I can, I can live, I can eat, I can, you know, have, in, you know, interactions, engagements with other people. And I don't have to do things that other people find as priorities for myself, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of the stable base idea where once you get done with money, right? Needing money from other people, you don't have to place their priorities ahead of yours. It, it, it's not really a selfish thing, but like at that point in time, if you know how to make good decisions and put things together in the right way, then that's actually when you can start really providing value that you mm-hmm. decide is valuable as opposed to something that someone else has uh, put together and they think is valuable and they just need somebody to do some of the work for it. Yeah. So that, that's been kind of the, the underlying theme of it. Um, and, and one of the reasons that I try to do like media fasts and yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff, right? I, I, <laughs> you I, got I, some I guitars. A de- a de- yeah, I got a, a banjo. I've got some guitars over here. I've got some paintings. Um, I've got video equipment, right? Chris yeah, Cunningham. plenty. <laughs> um, you know, my, my, my vehicle's paid off. We have a very low um, mortgage on the house that we live in. It's comfortable for us. And so I really... I. I when you, when you get to a place that's more like that, you get to say no to more, mm-hmm. right? You don't have to say yes to everything that comes along as an opportunity. Whereas if you're really stuck on wanting more or you don't have anything going on, you're going to almost have to say yes to some things that just aren't probably right for you to spend your uh, resources on mm-hmm. right? time and effort and attention. So like, for people who are invested in becoming more adept at stuff online, one, like, one of the big things is just get off of a lot of the lists you're on. Like, don't have that much email coming in. Don't subscribe to that many YouTube channels. Don't you know, get caught up in that stuff because those are money-making ventures. Right? There's, there's a pitch coming at some point in time. And it's not that the pitch is bad, but if you're doing something that's working, it's probably better to put more effort into doing what you're already doing well Mm -hmm. and better than it is to hop tracks and say, well, maybe this will make me money faster and I'll get Mm -hmm. to that place where I can be done. Um, It's not that that's, that that is sometimes the case, but until you identify it as the case and then go looking Mm-hmm. Like that, that going looking, I think should be a conscious decision instead of one where people are, um, bombarding you with and interrupting your, your life and your, your flow to, uh, uh show you something they think that you would benefit from. And get yeah. Paid. I think it's, I think it's a lesson that I've gone through. And I think a lot of other people go through where they, they hop and their, their focus mm-hmm. goes from one thing to another, uh, was propositioned a while ago. Uh, by somebody to say uh, you got either choose social media marketing or network marketing and unfortunately I chose network marketing it didn't work out <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, th- then I realized okay this is not the way to treat people you know be mm-hmm. being p- pitching all the time and getting a lot of no's and just didn't didn't sit right with my personality yeah. anymore I thought it was a great opportunity and it works for people but for me it didn't um, and then you, then you go from other things and I think you learn not to chase certain things or your desires 
and just like at the moment now it's just focus yeah so and and just, that's just one focus of the things, on one thing yeah one of the things that i think people um some people have gotten to right i i kind of feel like i'm a i'm at a pretty good level with search engine optimization it's like where i understand it and not like i know what to do but like i understand how it works mm-hmm. and so in that way i don't really have to go chase somebody else telling me how it works i understand it yeah it's like it, well, now I don't have to really look at other SEO offers, right? Because I've, I've got it sorted out. And so that tension just dissipates for even wanting to go look at some of this stuff. It doesn't mean I don't, you know, meet somebody new who's got some new tactic or technique to mm-hmm. employ to, to do some of the things that we do. But like, I've got a really solid foundation of understanding in, yeah. the, in that area. And so like, it's kind of, you know, they've got, cartoons where like the person's digging a mine and they're like this far from gold or diamonds or whatever and they give up and they go back out and they start again there's a little bit like that but i think really the the underlying message is when you get to a place where you truly understand it which means that you're not just going off of what other people have told you you've put Mm -hmm. it together yourself you've um, checked yourself against the contradictions to make sure that where you stand is sound and solid and foundational mm-hmm. that tension goes away and then you can just use it and then you can dabble it doesn't mean you won't get into some other <laughs> stuff like relationship stuff or social media stuff network marketing uh paid ads there's you know podcasts right yeah all these different things that you can go with but until you get to that place um unless unless you've decided beforehand like this doesn't work because like my personality is just not attuned to it or mm-hmm. um, I lack a, the, amu- the amount of money necessary to run paid ads every month. It's like, well, okay, then paid ads may not be the route that you can take to get where you want to go. Like if you make that decision, then it's valid to look for. You've learned some things. You can use those in a different um, pursuit, but um, like really making conscious decisions about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, can be quite helpful. And now let's talk about how you can make some serious dough with AppSumo. At AppSumo, we have over 1 million entrepreneur-minded customers looking to grow their businesses with digital products. I'm talking software, eBooks, PDFs, template libraries, online courses, WordPress plugins, extensions, or checklists. And here's the cool part. If you already have a digital product, awesome. You can list it today and start earning some awesome bonuses. But if you don't have a digital product, you can easily take your expertise in a given area and create something awesome in less than a weekend. Once you do, you can list it on AppSumo, and if you do it before November 17th, 2021, we'll give you $250 bonus just for listing. This is a no-brainer step towards reaching your entrepreneurial goals. Visit AppSumo.com BFF to learn more and start your listing. And, and stress-reducing but yeah. kind of still keep that you, tension for like, you know, growth and, and contribution and things that, that still do exist. Yeah. And, I've, and I've noticed um, when I left the network marketing, I had that low self-esteem, uh, nothing's going to mm. work for me. But now that I've started, you know, gaining some momentum with the podcast and having some amazing guests on, my confidence has come back. I speak a lot more than I ever have. You know, I used to be very quiet and timid and did, uh, yeah, I was this, too. Yeah, so yeah. It, it it's really amazing what 
focusing on one thing and you know getting getting clear on your why and everything it really does help and i didn't realize i underestimated what people said uh you know mm. focus on one thing get your why right you know all of these things i i just said oh yeah that's just that that's not that important don't or i'll just write a goal every now and then but you know to be really specific there's there's a lot of contentment there and mm-hmm. you know i feel a lot more at ease okay i've got a podcast interview great whatever but yeah uh, kind of, it's kind of like being in the right place but still moving forward mm. versus trying to be in a different place and trying to figure out like how to move forward in some place you've never experienced yeah, yeah. yeah it's like how do i get all the way over there because i'm here now it's mm. like well that's that's a that's a different sort of question i don't know how to answer um, yeah no that's fine so i know you have a lot of knowledge in seo so i would like uh you to try and teach some of the learners today what the best practices are or what mm-hmm. the common problems are that you see that we could change or whatever you it, the floor's yours yeah so so search engines uh, certainly the more developed search engines which are now incorporating artificial intelligence ai um, google youtube amazon things like that they're they're very much mapped to the way our mind works right where we've got associations that trigger like it's one of the, like when you're in Amazon, you buy a thing. It's like people also bought. It's like oh well, yeah. maybe I should click on. It. It's like these are the nature of like kind of the associations involved. If you consider each of those as a piece of content on the web, right, a page or whatever it might mm. be, if you're building a YouTube channel, like those are all things that are that are closely related, that are associative to the content that you're providing. So the more clear you can be on the value of those things, and so just to get more technical, like kind of hopping rails, but it goes in parallel with it. Like have a descriptive URL, right? Have descriptive meta tags, which are HTML. Have content that provides a clear value to somebody that's looking for your stuff. And then um, anchor text, which is the the stuff that's usually highlighted. that You can click on it, takes you to mm-hmm. another page. That That's my whole framework, right? I've been paid a lot of money to help people understand how to employ that in whatever they're doing online. But for people who've got, you know, small websites, paying attention to those things is going to vastly increase your ability to show up in search, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that's in YouTube or in Amazon or just with organic search for Google, Bing, Yahoo, whatever it might be. Um, Like kind of having that framework is where I work from. And then, you know, doing some research. And, you know, you can use the Google um, Keyword Planner tool to find out what people are looking for. That means people are interested in a topic. If you can provide value in that topic, it can help you understand new content to create and produce. And then you just kind of follow that. I call it UMAC, URL, Meta, Anchor, Content. Like That's kind of the, the acronym that I've used to teach. And then there's some more advanced concepts that are a little hard to describe because they're uh, multi-dimensional. Like <laughs> we're looking at like hundred dimensions, and we can't really visualize that. But it, it's really about having um, content that's clear on a page, and then having other content that links to that content that's also relevant. Like the internet is really set up to be built for humans to use. Mm-hmm. Like the search engines are really trying to figure out what that means and how to create rankings based on what a human would find valuable. 
And so if you're building content and then linking it back and forth in the right way, it's set up for a human to be able to get value out of that process, right? They might find a good article and then click on a link and get even more specific knowledge about a certain topic. That's really what the search engines are, um, are really searching to find and, and not really mm-hmm. searching. They're, they're getting very close on very good stuff. They're very advanced in uh, what they do and what they understand. The amount of data they have even is uh, astronomical. Yeah. So just being clear in, in those areas, because that's what they call it the bot, right? So it's like Google bot crawls your page and pulls out certain information, right? Yep. And then um, that's what goes into their database. And then they run what's called the algorithm on it. And that's how they determine what's going to rank for what, right? So um, in a little nutshell, that's very actionable. And if you spent five years with me, I'd still be harping on these fundamentals. <laughs> like the, the people who do the best are better at the fundamentals than other folks. And these fundamentals are exactly what I am spending most of my time right now working on with yeah. the clients that we have and the projects that, that we're um, involved with. So really the most important thing, which I haven't really heard before, is focusing on how interactive is the website. Yeah. For the person and focusing the user on the cu- experience, the customer yeah. experience, human. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so having and you don't more... have to be fancy with it. You don't yeah. have to, like flash graphics, but just it's navigatable, right? It's just like a map. Like somebody's trying to get from where they are, which is looking at say cockroaches, to <laughs> a place where they realize they probably need to have an exterminator come out because they might have an infestation. You're just drawing a map for them. Right. With content helping them. So like business in in the simplest terms that I've been able to discern is building a relationship with someone, which is like traffic to the the content, helping them make a decision they don't later regret, and then delivering value. It's just those three things. That's all of business can be encapsulated that way. And so if you look at the the stuff that you put online, um, and you kind of check those boxes and do some time thinking, really being like method actor, like get into the place where the person might be when they're, you know, going on YouTube and searching for how do I tune my carburetor? How do I get, what do I do about a bee sting? What, like whatever it might be, get into their mind and, and then help them go on that journey, create that map for them to get to a place where they can um, make a decision they don't later regret. And then from there you deliver value that they're going to, you know, transact based on. So, and for, yeah. and, for, and, and for somebody that, you know, uh, doesn't focus on the relationship first, they wouldn't know uh, what people are actually looking for in their, in their bubble. And then they wouldn't be able to provide the right content for them to help them in their certain situations, their pain points, etc. And then they wouldn't be able to provide actual value to them. So it's, it starts with the relationship and that's a great way to put it um that will be a nice little intro to the episode so thanks super cool <laughs> yeah for sure man yeah so let's let's finish with some finishing questions sure. um what what a uh, piece of advice would you give somebody who was had, had is you know building a, a funnel right now or building a website what things should they optimize first or focus on to get their website to rank or 
Um, I, I would say something along the lines of like, stay curious, which means that the way you see it now might not be the way it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like really challenge what you believe is, is the case about certain things. Um, like some of these frameworks, there's a conversion framework I can kind of toss out here. Um, like, uh, clearly define your offer in a way that stands alone, meaning it's different from other stuff out there. Uh, no broken windows. It's kind of just common terminology for not having a lot of typos or using curse words when it doesn't fit in with the, the group of people that you're, you're trying to, um, to market to or provide value to. And then from there, add context, right? That's the stories and the, you know, taking mm-hmm. people on a journey of where they might be to where they, they want to go. It's a really good conversion framework. Um, one of the things with conversion that also fit, like funnels, we're talking about funnels, which is just kind of the user experience on their way mm-hmm. to making a decision, a buy decision or something like that. Um, you want them to want the thing before helping them justify it. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's just the way the mind works. The, these are all things that are very much um, rooted in neurology. And then the layer above it, psychology. So they're not really super technical things. Like the technical <laughs> thing, UMAC. UMAC works. Just use that. But then if you also combine that with the way human minds work, you, you've got something that you can, you can really take anywhere you want to go. <laughs> um, and I've seen that over and over again. It's been the case for me. Um, the people I've worked with and, and helped to see these things. Um, I didn't create these things. I've honed and refined them and understood them properly myself, but they came from someone else. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you're putting together your offer, a lot of times you'll start with the thing you can provide, right? It's, I, can, I can do this, right? I can come out to your house and spray for bugs or whatever it might be. But like getting more and more clear, like that's where the curiosity is. Like, mm-hmm. could I describe this better or more clearly? Like, and then you can kind of map that back over to the thing I just um, kind of rattled off with like, well, how is this different than a different, you know, pest control company? Yes. And, and, you know, as you start to refine those things and create more and more distinctions, you can be very, very clear on what you do and who you are. And in that way, kind of create the vision of your company. It's not something that you like, oh, I want to do this big thing. It can come from the ground up. You can be very clear on things that you can do understand them properly, and then build from there. Um, and I think a lot of times there's so much information on the internet that we can get confused. We can take this model and this model and this model, and we try to like just jam them all together in a small package, and it becomes confusing as to even what we're supposed to do with it. And it's one of the reasons I, I really like simplicity and, um, and clarity, mm-hmm. really. And those come from just thinking well and creating distinctions and um, understanding some of these things. These are things that someone who is, who is thinking well can discern on their own without outside help. And these are really the way human minds work for the most part when they're yeah. in default mode. I, I can remember Chris teaching about, you know, a confused mind says no. So yeah. having clarity in, and having clarity in your mind means you're not in fight and flight, which you mentioned before, and you can make better decisions. Uh, and then you also spoke there briefly about, you know, the curiosity aspect of, you know, yeah, how can I tell this story better? So it's all visual storytelling in when we're creating videos and then visually trying to explain the problems and 
justifying why we can help you on yeah. the on the on the on the web page itself. So that's really going to help me moving forward, definitely. Oh, good. Um, yeah, even the curiosity with in regards to like relationships. Like if you're truly curious about what makes a person tick and what they're about, like that's a great way of, you know, developing some some common ground to work mm-hmm. off of. And, you know, you can map it to the technology of doing keyword research and whatever else you want to do. But you can also just listen to somebody, ask good questions, right? <laughs> like listen and and not always just go off of like, like I know we've got some scripted stuff, but like the more personal those those paths go and they 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 explore and get into regions that that there's a lot of really good stuff in yeah and and being open and curious it just it's like oh i get to go on a, a cool little journey every time i talk to somebody like it's it makes you want to meet people right yeah I, yeah i love it and you know when i first started the podcast i was advised to you know start a form so pete mm-hmm. i could i could learn a little bit about them but yeah. as the as the podcast has evolved, the new questions are just popping up because I am my true self, curious, yeah. want to be around people, and I've got that confidence back. So yeah. thanks to video and Chris Cunningham, which is going to get a massive shout out. He's uh, helped right me on. with that, but also just doing it myself and you know, yeah. getting out there, out of my comfort zone. And now yeah. I feel comfortable. So maybe I should get out of my comfort zone more. Yeah, you can push it a little bit further. Well, that's one of the the things like people are like, oh, I wish I felt more com- like confident when I'm selling. It's like, well, the the confidence you can either try to inflate it with like you know, listening to the right music or doing push up, like whatever you do, right? You're like, yeah, I can do that. I can run through a wall. But there's another thing that confidence comes from, which is competence. Like if you know you're really good at a thing because you've done it enough, like the confidence is a natural result. And you don't mm-hmm. have to continue to try to, you know, pump yourself up in that way. And the competence comes from practice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming from a sport background, I was, I was okay with not being good when I started because skills develop. The yeah. more you use them, you, you start to get better at them and start to understand things differently. So yeah, just, just practice, right? You don't, like I, I thought, oh, this is kind of funny. First time I built a, like a website and like a link or something. I, I <laughs> literally thought like somebody from Google is going to come and knock on my door, be like, "Hey, we caught you!" Like doing some mis- mischievous <laughs> stuff out there, trying to game our system. Like I literally thought I felt that, and it's like, well, had I not ever done that, I wouldn't have ever realized how kind of silly that idea was. <laughs> like I might have gotten forever stuck behind that. Like, oh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna find me. me out. Right? The FBI are gonna knock on the yet. door. Like this first project has to make me a million dollars. It's like, no, I can just build a different one or a different one. Mm-hmm. And so in that way, it's good strategy to just not take yourself out with one big swing. And one of the things that you've mentioned that, that I've experienced, like the physical side of this, mm-hmm. like working on the internet, right? It's great. I rarely have a shirt on. Like a lot of times I'm wearing flip-flops and shorts and just doing my thing, but not paying attention to your physical biology and stuff like that. Like it, that can even intrude on your ability to do this stuff. Right. And, and, and in ways that you don't really think about, it's like, Oh, I need to make more money or I need to know these different things. And all the time you're trying to, you know, move your ankle or like Mm -hmm. kind of trying to readjust in your seat or you're feeling pressure because you ate something that, you know, got your 
you know, system out of whack or whatever. Like those are things that like paying attention to the context mm-hmm. of like the thing you think, oh, you think it's this, like being more curious, paying attention to the context. And that's like one of the things going back, like mentioned again, fasting, like it, it addressed a lot of the contextual stuff. It was mm-hmm. kind of just me and the fat I had to live on for the <laughs> most part. And I had water, had some minerals, I had a relationships, but that was it. I was like, ah, it's, it's pretty easy to like, I feel better now than when I was yeah. eating. Right. So like, I'm only going to start eating the stuff that tends to not wreck that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've, I've cut uh, as much carbs out of my diet as possible because I know yeah, I, I it makes me feel tired, makes me feel tired, lethargic, and I don't get, yeah. and even cheese. I've, uh, I'm avoiding cheese as much now because I, I'm just more aware. I think that's an important thing to say. Yeah, if you eat something, you no. get all snotty and congested. It's like, well, yeah. my body's like maybe not liking this right now for some mm-hmm. reason, right? Maybe yeah. it's the food, but maybe it's also the environment, like the literally the place you're living. If you got too much, like I'm not a city person. I live in a city. So I've got to do a little more to kind of keep myself okay here than I would if I was living in, you know, the mountains or the forest. So, you know, those things are a lot more important than I think most of us realize most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of just putting some things I've found out in the world. Um, you know, it, it, just because it's like, oh, I don't feel like working today. Well, then like, don't follow your emotions, first of all. And your emotions like, oh, I'm not going to feel like doing that tomorrow. Like, it's kind of crazy almost to think we mm-hmm. can tell the truth that, like tell the future that well. Like we can set things up and really engineer our lives in such a way where it feels like doing the right thing is the right thing. Mm. And you want to do it. And that's yeah. like, ah, that's like, I'm kind of like a, I try to be like a life engineer, right? I want to set conditions up so that it feels like doing the right thing is the right thing. And you know, it, I mess it up all the time. So what? You know, you figure <laughs> yeah. things out and you kind of move on. So yeah, it's, um, it goes back to another conversation I've had about creating your own reality. Again, oh, oh. I just had a conversation about this this morning, but very much like our mind creates the world we live in. Yeah. Like even down to the true. neurology level. Yep. Very much so. Very much so. <sighs> that was a really good conversation. Now, uh, I just want to, I haven't been asking. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> one of the two it's one of those two it's, it's yeah, either no. yes or no uh, i think we've covered a lot and we've we've covered life stories and this will be an extra special long one because we we shared some a lot of vulnerable stuff and we talked yeah. about technical stuff as well so that's great um is there anything that you haven't said that you wanted to say today that would help anybody move that one step closer to their goals um like there's there's like i mentioned curiosity right and and that's some like there's kind of two emotions or things i feel that i'm like if i'm feeling something other than these two things it's like a red flag Mm -hmm. like okay you need to kind of reframe this and so curiosity is one the other is gratitude like if you can stay in this place where you're curious and grateful and those are your predominant experiences with whatever you you come across, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be in a really, really good place. 
to to do incredible things that you haven't even imagined. Like there was a guy who said, um, like he's kind of like a guru and whatever, and people would ask him to, you know, bless them and help them get to this thing. Mm -hmm. He's like, I won't do that. I, I, I'm going to bless you with made dreams that you have not yet dreamed become reality. And the way to do that is to be curious about this unknown that's outside of what you already believe and be grateful for what you have. Mm. And, um, and so that's kind of a guiding principle that I think just in a general sense will take people a very long way. And then mm -hmm. whenever you feel frustrated or, um, you know, angry at other people or angry at yourself, it's like, it's not going to really get you anywhere. Yeah. You know, it, it's not that it's not valid. It's just not helpful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, staying in those kind of two experiences um, can, can help you orient yourself and, and reframe kind of, can I ask a question about this? If you can, well, now you're curious and you can be <laughs> grateful about the fact that you can ask a question, your mind's working and you start to, you know, take things apart. Yeah. So, you know, like that's that. kind of a yeah principle that I, uh, I try to remember. <laughs> Don't yeah. always do such a good job, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I think it was in an episode four. Uh, he said negative negativity didn't get you anywhere. So why don't you try positivity? And yeah. that really stuck. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's true. Because, you know, sometimes I'd probably still do it. Uh, and you, oh, yeah. Everybody still does it. But ha you, old habits die hard. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, yeah, exactly. You, you, um, you say, oh, I won't do podcasting today. I don't need to do it. Although I'm, although I'm way I don't ahead. have to do it. I don't need to do it. I can just do it tomorrow. I'm way ahead yeah. of the game. I haven't even posted all the episodes yet. Yeah. But the, but the first few weeks when I started doing five or six, um, I, I come to a roadblock where I thought, is this really worth it? I'm going to stop for a few weeks and have a rest because I feel like my, I might, might be burning out. And then it took me so much more energy to get it back up because I thought again. to get it oh, going again. Yes. Yeah. So now, although I am, you know, my, the, the episode that I've got now, um, will be launching in June sometime, but because mm. uh, it's a weekly podcast, but you know, I want to keep up the momentum, not burn out, but you know, don't stop because then it's just going to take me, more fuel to get it started again get it going again exactly and yep. and i guess i'm gonna ask is that a good is that good advice to give yeah yeah and to, like i um like one of the kind of strategic things that i consider is like where you put your resources right we've all got a certain amount of resources mm -hmm. and like that burnout thing like I, I i tried to get more clear on my understanding of it Mm -hmm. Right. And and there's times when you are just running on fumes. Like it's not, you're not making really much headway, but you're putting more effort into it. And then it's probably time to to take a day or two off or, mm -hmm. or look around and, and see, because in all likelihood, then that thing is not the like bottleneck is kind of like, it's, mm -hmm. it's not the constriction point on your ability to impact, yeah. you know, doing what you're doing, which impact importance like doing important things, that's what you want to be doing. And and there's times when it's like, oh, got, you know, enough really good stuff out there where, you know, taking a little break 
and and even giving people a break from new stuff, maybe I can circle back around, mm-hmm. juice up maybe some of the SEO on some of the yeah, existing exactly. episodes exactly. or something. And, get, and you come back to it fresh, but you're still kind of working on the same, like you're trying to improve the impact, but in a different way. It's yeah. like, you know, if you're, you know, weightlifter or whatever, you don't do legs every day. You do legs and then you do upper body and you do mm-hmm. core and then you might do calisthenics or what, you know, whatever it might be. And so, you know, like everything, you, you, taking a break sometimes is, is good, but just taking a break because it feels like, oh, well, I don't have to, mm, it's maybe not the best reason. Yeah. yeah. And that goes back to you saying, don't, 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 um, you know, go off emotions all the time. Yeah. Emotions are a really bad lead dog to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, the emotions come and circle back and follow our activity. Like how, oh yeah, I don't want to go do that thing. And then you go do the thing, you feel great. It's like, we have yeah. so much evidence <laughs> yeah. that that is how things work. The skydiving. we don't necessarily think about it. Yeah. Skydiving, oh, uh, I couldn't jump out of a plane, it's scary. But once you do it, it's the best thing ever. Exhilarating. In oh, I haven't, yeah. I haven't done it myself, stuff. but you know, uh, yeah. conquering a fear mm-hmm. uh, of swimming in deep water and then... Mm seeing turtles and nurse sharks and even um, a humpback whale swimming underneath me. Wow. That was a, a special moment and my fear just dissipated. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's Australia for you. I love it. <laughs> so if, if, you go, it. if you go to Byron Bay, go to Julian Rocks and go to the snorkeling school. Keep that in the head. <laughs> so um, I think we can end it on this, but I would like to Thank have you. you eventually on in the, uh, in the live Facebook community as a uh, expert guest um so so thank you again for joining this week and i look forward to connecting with you off air thanks chris i really appreciate it keep doing the good work man thank you again joshua for giving me an hour of your time to talk about your business some of the mistakes you've made and teach us more about how to build a stronger network and get more conversions if you want to read more about my own takeaways from the episode then you can go to our new blog, blog blog.talkingwithexpertspod.com, where you'll learn more about other experts that appeared on the podcast and my main takeaways from those episodes. I'll speak to you next week. So you might be thinking, why is AppSumo giving away $250 bonuses for listing a product? It's because we want to open the doors of entrepreneurship to everyone. Right now, we're doing that by giving away $1 million from our Black Friday marketing budget to digital creators. So if you list a product on AppSumo between now and November 17th, you'll get a $250 listing bonus for each product you list. And everyone who lists also gets entered to be one of 10 lucky winners of $10,000 in cash. Check out how you can list your product at appsumo.com slash BFF.